Friday Night Hardball, Friday Night Lights. John and I were just talking about uh, shows and when people, you know, Jen wanted to watch Sons of Anarchy yesterday. Why? I have no idea. Why? I have no idea. Agreed. <laughs> Sam, Sam Crow is an old fool. No argument there. Motorcycle uh, club. We have a club with jackets and bicycles. <laughs> um, Name tags and rankings. <laughs> you are the vice president. Let's vote on the next board meeting. A will table. We're basically a chamber of commerce with grease. Turn down for what? Turn down for what? And uh, Jen, so I put on Sons of Anarchy. I like the show, and she kind of wasn't watching it. So I was, I got so mad eventually, not visibly mad, but kind of like, eh, I kind of <laughs> want you to enjoy this. That I left the room. Which John, you say like, hey, uh, Jen. You're not watching, no? No, 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 I'm paying attention. Well, like a creepo, I'm looking at her the corner of my eye, like I'm looking watching, at the TV, but the peripheral is focused, and I go, oh, you know, the laundry, it's uh, it's it's clean. I can just fold it. I'll fold it. No, I, I can do two things at once. No, you can't. Please, please watch it. <laughs> Jax Teller needs all of your attention. Have you ever had that happen? Yes. When Heather and I first started dating, I went to her house, her apartment, and I walk in to her room, and Lost is on, and she's on like season oh, three. You know, the Holy deep, Grail. Deep into it, yes. My my, that's the first show I recommend to people before any show. Um, With and I see she's watching it, but she's also on her cell phone. Oh. And I said that's blast, blast, blast. And I took her phone, I threw it out the window. No, but I said you can't. You're gonna miss very important details that you don't need to hear. You need to see. So if right. your eyes are somewhere else, you're going to miss them and the show won't be as good. Don't do this to me. Right. It's not a ball game where you can like do other things and like I, glance up. Any sporting event, you can look away. That's the beauty of it. Right. You can look away. You can go to the bathroom. And... Eat, drink, play right. darts, check back in. But not with a show like that. That's, that's so frustrating too, when it's like, especially when it's a film that you really love. And you're like, I don't get it. It's like, well, you you were texting yeah, for 20 minutes. Right. I'm glad, you know, Lauren is having a good time with her parents in, you know, Seattle this weekend. But he just missed what Don Corleone just commanded Luca Brasi to do. I don't get it. Why is uh, Tony Soprano killing his cousin, uh, Steve Buscemi? I don't get it. So John, give me one second. I got to let the cat in. Oh, the cat? No, she was alive here. I'm actually, I have a really good movie on in the background here. Uh, Ant-Man. Starring Paul Rudd and speaking of Lost, Evangeline Lilly played Kate Austin. And the ant friends that he has, uh, I don't know if I'm a big fan of that. Well, it is kind of cool. But anyway, uh, Biscardi is, I guess, on his way home. Clark and I here starting the show. Biscardi should be joining us. We have a bunch of things to talk about tonight. But at the last minute, Biscardi said, hold up, buy me some time. Got to drive back only a few minutes. So let's check on an update from Michael. This morning, Michael probably had a cup of tea. And the first letter of that word is T, which also is the first letter of Twitter. That's Twitter. the underscore podcastle. John, last night I did a little kind of a stupid bit on the show the sports center and uh genius i asked before i set up that question and i know you've seen that like every episode of 
you know, you and Berman are like best friends probably in real life. Uh, what's the host name? Berman? Chris Berman. He's got all the catch. He's the most important guy at ESPN. And everybody hates him. Before everybody hates him, Sean Green, who's actually a future guest on the show, did a whole mashup video of him on Facebook, which is hilarious. And uh, he, but before I did the bit, I remember I asked, "Hey, have you guys watched Sports Center?" That's like asking the Pope, "Have you ever prayed before?" I'm like, <laughs> I mean, Bisc- it was more directed towards Biscardi, but I'm, I'm, I'm picturing your face on the other end, just like uh, I'm familiar with the program. Yeah, I watch it every day. You watch it every day, right? Sports Center, ESPN Sports Center. Well, I, for some reason, I thought you were you watched I mean, a lot. Like yes and no. Like the shows that I watch are Around the Horn, Highly Questionable, uh, PTI. You know, pardon the interruption. Uh, and then Mike and Mike in the morning and Skip. Yeah. Like I watch all the shows that basically talk about all the things Sports Center talks about. And then sometimes I'll watch it, but I, I don't know. They're all sport. It's all Sports Center to me, unless right. it's a game. Yeah, it's all it's all the same Variations thing. Variations of Sports Center. You know what's interesting to me? Lawn and bread from Sports Center's eggs. It's all girthed and birthed from the loins of the center of sports. I think um, with uh, YouTube and everything like that, that's so quick. You can watch. You can miss a whole episode of late night television and just watch the re- the you know the recaps in the morning. Yeah. But I think with Sports Center, there's something cool about watching it on your TV and seeing the highlights that. For me, like watching on your cell phone doesn't really do. No. I like I want to see it. I want to hear like the speakers going and you know the excitement and um, I don't know what I don't know what it is about. I think sports and movies are two things that the mobile age cannot kill. There will always be movies in the theaters that people will yeah. see, and you're not going to watch a game after it's over. You know, live game. You need to watch it. Those are two like mobile proof devices. Yes, mobile destructive. Because one of my greatest and probably yours and the million people that are listening to this show, one of your fondest memories ever is, especially on a Friday or Saturday Mm. night, it's the end of the night, you're sitting on the couch and you're watching like now for the third rotation sports center highlights of the night that are continually changing because there's still West Coast games that are finishing and right. extra innings, and that's just the best. It's the best, and it's so good, too. It's, it's funny. I'm going to do that tonight. I can't wait. It's so great to see that, too, because you're watching. Okay, I've seen this clip before, but you know what? I really like this because it's SportsCenter. They're some of the best, so I'm going to see it again, and I can watch it yes. again because when are they going to show this again anyway? You know, there's 160 games. They're obsolete after they're done and in terms of the plays. You know, it's the record that builds up, so – yeah, play the shit out of them because they never get old. Right. Like someone has a crazy night. Like I don't know why, but for some reason I remember this night. I'm at Smith's house, you know, sleep of party, probably around like, uh, I guess like sixth grade basketball. Okay. JV basketball. And you You're know, in like the a, prime of your life. A tournament that year and, you know, spend the night at the Smiths. Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing had 40 oh. points. In the game, and he was just unstoppable. And I remember us watching that like four times, the highlights over. Amazing, because he was and, just a beast. And it's before the internet, that so you're, it's live, like exciting. You know, it's not. It, let's That's watch as, this again. It's as fast as we get the information. We have to wait. It's like watching the box. Was it the box? The, oh, the, 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 
Remember that? It was like MTV, poor's man, poor man's MTV. Right. You would just call in. There was no like commercials, music I lo- videos. I love Sports Center. Um, during like the the very small like off peaks where football season wasn't wasn't over, baseball didn't really begin yet, like spring training. So they really tried to bring you like women's tennis as exciting news kind of thing. Oh, Basketball no. went on, but. They can only do that so much for, for, you know, like the half hour show. So they're like, and in, uh, you know, golf in Ecuador, you know, but they still made it exciting. You're like, okay, I'm going to deal with it. I got yeah, it. Right. They still made like jokes about it. Right. You know, they were, the, God, those guys really did care. Because remember the baseball uh, strike in 1994? Oh. What were they doing that whole summer when nothing was going on? They had to get real creative when they started making those commercials. Where like the athletes worked at the ESPN building, and they'd be like, you know, in the oh, mail room. So scary. So funny. That that that, that period of the horrifying. of the strike scared me. It was um, like all NASCAR on Sports Center. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Jeff Gordon is looming up his crotch. <laughs> Money Penny. That I, the baseball strike was scary because I remember I heard I was like at my grandfather's house or something. You know, the adults were talking and gabbering and gibbling, and they said. Yeah, you know, it just people have already lost respect for the sport. It's not going to be the same again. And I thought, wow, maybe this is like the end of, you know, people going to games and it's just going to be yes. like a joke after this. And it was kind of scary. It yeah. bounced back after like two years. But for a while, it was a little – people were like, fuck this. You guys are getting paid, you know, whether you agree with it or not. You're getting paid a lot of money and you're going to hold us up. And I thought – I remember being scared. I thought like, wow, maybe – we won't be able to go to Phillies games anymore because it'll be like a joke. Yeah. I yeah. was like, people, and I remember when it when the strike ended at the end of 95, like in the middle of 95. I remember it was like a half season. Stupid Braves won. They beat the Indians. Hate them. Uh, the attendance in like 96 was just down in the dumps. Yes. It was bad. There was like 5,000 people going to some games. I mean, it was like Montreal Expos numbers. It was awful. And then a miracle happened, and the evil empire returned to the top of the baseball world, and the Yankees win the World Series for the first time in, like, I don't know, 20-something years. Yes, it's the Jackson days. And then I think two years later was Sammy and McGuire, the steroid peak, the pale steroids. I love Sammy, man. Home run battle. Yeah. Slamming Sammy. Sad? He's no stranger to home runs. Wasn't Remember his farthest home run like almost like, like 580 feet or something? It was something ridiculous. It's like a mile. Yeah. I saw it all the way there. I think it was like a mile. I don't know, but I remember McGuire and him going back and forth every day in the newspaper in the sports section. It was like a huge thing. You know, 55, 56. People would be in Wawa watching the TV in the Wawa, like gathered because McGuire was at bat. People That's the best. Crowd standing down the shore. That's what's cool about sports too is uh, – Brought baseball back to life. Yeah. That's the, what happened, man. That was it. It, it rejuvenated the shrimp. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was a miracle. What's cool about sports too is you could be in any public place, you know, like a liquor store or uh, – Whatever. And there's a game on and people just kind of stop and watch and they're like, 
Did you see that? And I've done that before. I'd be like buying like a case of beer, and the guy will have like soccer on, which I'm not even really that into. But I'll be watching it, and he'll be watching it because he's like from Mexico, and he, you know, he's all, all into right. it. And I'm like, oh, you're a, you're a Chelsea fan, you know, and this and that. And <laughs> next thing you know, I'm in there for like 20 minutes watching TV. I was I like, know. I gotta fucking go. I, I gotta go. Because they start explaining like what's about to happen in the history of the two teams and why he's standing. And you're kind of listening. You don't really understand, but just by the tone of his voice, you know what he's trying to tell you. You know so that he cares. Kinda, right, yeah, he cares, right. And he's trying to like get you educated. So you just pretend and you listen. And then, you know, you wait for like, you know, the ball to go out of bounds. And you're like, oh, well, I got to see you. Get the hell you wait for that one break. Yeah. You just shoot the TV so he can go. <laughs> you pull the plug out. Tu supuesto televisión. Yeah, I don't know. It just went off. Like my dick. Like my dick. I love your video today, too. Thank you. No, don't say thank you to my dick. Don't thank me. Thank my dick. <laughs> Um, so I think we might need a little Sports Center recap going on. I can't believe last night the Cleveland Cavaliers came away yet again with a win. And now Game 7 in Golden State, Oakland, California, Sunday night at 8 o'clock. It really sucks because it's going to be, you know, you know 8 o'clock. Nine o'clock Game of Thrones starts, so you're, I'm gonna you have miss to wrap the that up. Game. They're gonna lose their audience. I know, dumb. They should have it Saturday, five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that would be perfect. Perfect time, you, you, you know. The night is young. The afternoon is late. You know, the sun is still living. Sky. There's still blue skies. I was just watching two episodes of Cops the other night. Are you in Palm Beach County? Palm Beach County. I watched two hours of Palm Beach County. Cops. 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 Yeah. And then as I'm watching it, I'm on Facebook, like, <laughs> clicking around, and I see my buddy Zach posted, what happens in Florida stays on Cops. And I just thought, he's watching it too. <laughs> and I commented on it. Like, I started, like, a thread. You know, it was, like, a stupid oh joke, God. and now I'm really, like, vested into the show. Yes. Like, you know? Dude, it's so funny because right, like, a block north of me and west is just ghetto. Yeah, I and believe it's it. Just, uh, nobody contributing to society at all. Yeah, they're sucking the teat of Uncle Sam. The nurse in the nipple of Benjamin Franklin's brow and breast. That's how it is in LA, man. You uh, uh, you go two blocks north of here, or I'm sorry, south of here. You're in Britney Spears' neighborhood. You go two blocks south the other way. Literally, not an exaggeration. There was like a, a gang drug shooting like last week. I mean, it's it's incredible how quickly it turns to shite. I know it's so strange because yeah. I guess it's like you're either on the water or on the in the hills or you're on the ground with the maggots. <laughs> And I'm with the right rest of the, the ants. I'm right on the thin line between them both. It's a thin red line. Very thin middle class line. You're 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 in the upper crust of society. You have two houses in Star Island. Are you kidding? This podcast of money is just shitting all over us. <laughs> John and I wipe our ass with fifties from the podcast. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, the Cavs take it to Game Seven. Warriors, Cavs. 
I cannot make a prediction because LeBron James has been playing like everyone thought he should be playing. So good. Um, and it's oh, amazing. this is a real sports recap. Oh, I was just going to set up the Sports Center bit, but well, well, we're jumping I mean, into if it. If we're going to wait for Biscardi, I mean, I might as well do the sports portion. I love it. He doesn't, he doesn't, really <laughs> he doesn't know what sports are. Well, yeah, he doesn't like baseball, and that's all there really is to talk about. How do you know? Other like than it? the basketball game, seven. LeBron's playing amazing. Uh, and uh, I don't know if the Warriors are going to lose three games in a row. I think that's the mathematical trick. There's, yeah. That is so going to be so hard for them to do. Just mathematically beat them three games in a row. Right. Statistically, look at the record. Look right, at the amount exactly. of losses they've had in a row. It, it's going to be very tough, especially with the tensions. Why does the Michael... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt the cast. No, continue. No, 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 continue. Monday. Can I finish, Larry? Can't. 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 Yes, sorry. Of course. It's uh, it's tough. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Since the Michael Jordan days, I don't think there's been an NBA championship that is this exciting. Um, game. I mean, the Sixers. The first game when they played the Lakers in 2001, I was blown away. Claus and I were like throwing like cereal at the TV. But I watched that game in like four different rooms of my house because my superstitions just kept changing. Right. But with LeBron and uh, the Warriors on their second year and everything going on, and I can't stand LeBron James. Um, Nor I, even though he may be responsible for like the, the key moment in this yeah. whole thing that shifted all the momentum. He got that Draymond Green guy to foul him to technical foul him and get him suspended for a game. No doubt. And that's when, you know, they won two in a row after that. Yeah. He sets so, it up and they fall into play. But I want the Warriors to win. Yes. That's my choice. Um, so we'll see. And it is in Oakland, so that's on their side. You better fix uh, yourself up some bacon this evening. <laughs> I'm actually having some Publix Deli sweet tea. Ooh, what is it? Sweet tea? Sweet tea. Sweet. <laughs> mama's, mama's iced tea. Oh yeah, mama's that's sweet what it tea. Is. I mean, love sorry. that meme, man. Sorry, Mama. Maybe if you would send in your check, uh, I would plug your dumb tea. That meme. That meme was good. I'll throw that on the site. Any words? Scardy's ready. All right. Cue him up. Like the bastard that he is. We should tell him that we're not live and be like, tell us about your racist thoughts. No, he's not right. Yeah. Your racist thoughts. Ant-Man, dude. Great movie. And we are back live. Get out your 1995 Buick Roadmaster wagons because it's a show for you. The other car. The other car. We were just talking about the uh, cars of the 90s. What was your guy's... What was your first vehicle that you owned and drove? Well, we talked well, about this owned. before, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. My, my car was of the Reagan administration. Oh, right. They, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll All just play the clip. Were, I think. What was the first car you ever drove, though, when you were like, we're learning how to drive? That's a good question. I don't even know if I remember. Oh, man. I'll tell you what mine was. 1992 Ford Taurus. Taurus. My stepdad took me, 
to uh, this church, Chestahova, and was like, we'll teach you how to drive. And, and that was it. And then I got my license in a um, another Taurus. And then I drove a oh, minivan so for a while. So instead of picking up chicks, I was yes. picking up families. First vehicle I actually like took on to 309, like a highway, was like a 91 Toyota Previa. Yes. Like a big pill on wheels. Like a big peanut M&M on wheels. It was spaceship-like. Yeah. It was pod-like. <laughs> yeah. And I was, uh, I was freaking out. But yeah, first mm. car was the Toyota Camry 1985. Reliable. It was just kind of like metal. Very reliable. Do you know that in Germany, I saw a a fairly recent model, Sirocco, which even I didn't know that they still made anymore. I guess they just don't import it, but they still make the Volkswagen Sirocco. Really? They still do it, yeah. That's so up there. We still like, do it. Peugeot? I have no idea what it looks like. Sirocco. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> up too. What were some of the cool cars in the '90s? S-C-I-R-O-C-C-O. Sirocco. Sirocco. Looks kind of like the most plain car ever. But it was a big success in the '80s, in the early '80s. Then they stopped it. And then in the 90s, you remember every kid who wanted a Volkswagen wanted the Volkswagen Corrado. Yeah, which was everybody. Like a really poor kid's Porsche. Right. Corrado. Yeah, yeah. Know, but it's supercharged. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's supercharged. It was a very short-lived phenomenon, but every kid wanted that. And you know, uh, that kind of replaced the Sirocco. But I did not see that there was a new model Corrado in Germany. But I did find a Sirocco. Sure Interesting. Sirocco. You know what cars I never thought were good looking in the 90s were the Sobs. They looked like a big penis. Snob. Snob. I thought they were nice they looking, look like but very snob. underpowered. Yeah. They had problems. Little yeah, little... hence the reason they don't make them anymore. They got problems. Where are they from, Sweden? Sweden, but it was a Ford, a Euro Sp- Ford yeah. car. Of course. I feel like every chick in the 90s, you know, we came of age to the driving in like 16. The default car was like a, I have an 89 Honda Civic. Okay. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Honda. And then it was like the Jetta, the black Jetta. (laughs) Jetta, yeah. Right. I wonder what it is now. What are the chicks driving these days? What is the coveted. Prius. German vehicle. Oh, the Prius. Not even German. Probably right. probably a Prius, right? I would think, yeah. Something along the lines. I'm looking at the Sirocco right now. It's a cool-looking little car. It was really like a mini DeLorean, I guess. Is that how I... I, I can see that. Um, again, a short-lived car. It made its... It made its debut, I believe, in the original Dawn of the Dead. Whoa. That's how I Interesting. Oh, good It was call. in the shopping mall. There was a Volkswagen yeah. Sirocco. Do you remember the... Do you remember the... That's right. I, I don't remember the the car, but I, I know the scene. I didn't realize that was it. Do you remember when the Mustang came out with the new body style? But before that, there yeah, was the ugly was box. the trend car of the year in 94, the Mustang. Yeah. And that's yes. kind of when it, it really took over again with the 5-liter. But it also had the V6. 
for the more economical type. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's when the Mustang came back around. It was it was the uh, the thirty year anniversary. Right, and they they came out with the cool the newer body style as opposed to like the box. Mm-hmm. Like, right, it wasn't so boxy. It was a little more sleek now. Um, it had air, uh, air it was, it's a it was a future collectible at the time. So now, if you've got a '94 Mustang that's really in mint condition and maybe with a couple of modifications to it, it's probably worth a pretty penny. That's pretty sweet because that was uh, a real sure. turning point for the Mustang. Because in the early '90s and the '80s, Mustang not a great car. Um, yeah. yeah no. It's it's uh, it had the the five liter for which at its time proved to be a, a more powerful engine than most of its competition, but not a a, a very reliable or attractive. No, no, not at all. I remember, there's a there's a kid in high school that had like an '85 Mustang, and he's like, I can chirp it, and I go, it looks like a tempo. <laughs> looks like a Mustang. Scotty, you know cars really well. I know you always. New cars really well. The um, I got this is not a '90s car. This is 40 years earlier. But um, your favorite car at one point was a '57 Ferrari, something. Whoa! Not at one point. Uh, at the point, the entire point of my life, it's the 1957 261-ish uh, Ferrari California 250 GT Spider. Because I've thought about that before, like when I'm googling and you know drunk and stuff. I'm like, what was that car? And I'm Need like, I should ask Biscardi, but I always forget because it's like late at night. Well, just watch Ferris Bueller. I think that was a '61, if I remember correctly. But oh, okay. It, the car came out in '57. It was relatively the same design throughout '57, '58, '59. It's a fine year. Slight changes in '60s, but fine, fine. You know your history. It's good. I think the hottest car of the 90s, honestly, and we could probably all attest, it was the Miata. Oh, oh that was, Miata. Uh, it was yeah, sleek. It was... Came out in 1990. It was a, it was a little... cheap man's convertible, but did the job, had the aesthetics. Yeah. Hip. Hip. Sleek. Small. Like in a bottle. You could pull it off. If you're a girl or dude, you could, you, could, you could pull it off. Yeah. 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 Any girl that, could pull it. that kind of replaced the Alfa Romeo Spider and the Fiat Spider, the Miata. Oh, because oh, it actually know. started. <laughs> you needed. When did they stop? Um, or when did they start making those that that kind of killed the Spider for a little bit? Was that 90? 1990. Ninety. Ninety. first year of the Miata. I remember when it the... came with a little one point six four cylinder engine. Is and, it? Uh, and it was a two seater. I remember there were two, eh, probably three big colors for it. It was it was either white or red or this like electron blue. Oh yeah, I always remember them in red. Like I felt like yeah. I always saw a red Miata with a lifeguard driving it. Yeah, yeah, it was like your typical Baywatch car. Right. Is 1998 when Corvette like kind of dramatically changed again? Remember they made the big the big ass. Yes. Because the, 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 the 97 was the first year of the C5. In 98, they put a convertible after the C5. Here's a question for you. When did the Camaros change their body style? Remember they did the more... IROC. The IROC? Well, they, 
the Z. first Camaros <laughs> were the the best Camaros, in my opinion, were the '60s. I think most people would agree. Saw one today, '67 Cherry. Yeah, a fine automobile. And then, of course, in the late '70s, they had the T-top and the coupe versions. Oh, and, uh, the in the '80s, the T-top. Not such a reliable car, but um, they still had the T-tops. And then by like '92. That was the Detail. poor man's Corvette. You get in the convertible, yeah. but if, <laughs> yeah, it was. And if you had an, a, a '90s model or an '80s model uh, Camaro, and you were a high school kid of like the late '90s going into the 2000s, you were considered like me, kind of white trash, maybe. Because yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah Metallica <laughs> sticker was in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not a really fast car. I think Faster was, than the Trans Am. And then by the late 90s, they were putting out maybe just shy of 300 horsepower, maybe 285, I think it was back then. And it was a rather bland Dope. look. There was a lot of double of And car. then, of In course, the 10 years I... later, by like the then... 2010s, <laughs> they were really juicing up the Camaro to do the retro look to try and um, right. identify with the 67. Yeah, and they were and they got big massive too. engines. Throwback. Yeah, and now yeah, the fastest big. Camaro was like six hundred fifty horsepower. So, what? The, when, when did they stop doing the um, Trans Am? Because I remember that was—I always thought that and the Camaro looked they, similar, except for the headlights. Yeah, headlines. and they're, they're the supposed to be coming back. I did see the new Trans Am. It was at the New York Auto Show a couple of months what? ago. What? They're—it's basically just the same thing: the Camaro with the big oh, burrs on the hood. Bad. Dude, it's it is a such a car. sweet car. If I ever become a millionaire, mm. I'm gonna buy one of those fuckers. They it's, are it's cool. sharp. It's like I not. I mean, it's overboard. But it's not too overboard. Yeah, it's like it a looks borderline. But I still want the Bronco. If they're wow. gonna do the, the comeback, I want a Bronco. Yeah, the Bronco. I, I heard they were doing a comeback, or was that a prototype? Who knows? It's like yeah, somebody photoshopped it. It's hearsay. It's on HassengerCar.com. John, you just made it up. But I did see the Trans Am up close and personal. Was a show. You saw the Trans Am at the auto show, the 2016? I did, yeah. Uh, it looks, I'm looking at it right now. The hood that goes up uh, frontwards. The eagle goes yeah. up. Right. Yeah, the wings that kind of make the, almost the, the Reich. <laughs> yeah. black and gold. It does. When I tried to describe it for the listener, a black with like gold trim and a gold eagle on the front, then a white one. Mm-hmm. Is that some sort of uh, trickery? Yes, it is. Never mind. It's not a white. White one. was a common color back in the late. 70s, it was early eighties. Yeah, yeah, it was all about the white pants. And they always kind of looked dirty. My father-in-law was telling me that his first car yeah. was a seventy-eight or seventy-nine Trans Am. It was white. Had like a three fifty in it. That was the big engine for Chevy, the 5.7 350. Scarty, you should have your own column. You're more than Jay Leno with this shit. I know. I mean, I'm impressed. I've always been. I, I know you know your shit, but it's pretty good. You know what car I always wanted to get? Is a, Cars um, with Biscard. Oh. <laughs> Auto with Biscardo. It's not his name. The Triumph TR6. My dad used to have one. He sold it when I was uh, like 10. Parents were divorcing, whatever, he needed the money. But that was going to be my first car, and I, and I, I got a Saturn instead, which is thank you for. But I, I still look up Triumph TR6 75. You can get some in L.A. for like 
ten grand, nine grand. You're probably doing a lot of work, but yeah, it's not a. It was it wasn't a great car. It would be no. a great comeback car. TR six. Um, yeah, yeah Triumph TR six. That's a good point. A great comeback car, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Oh. No, because well, it would be competing with um, it's like all the other two seaters. Yes. Yeah, and they were tiny. So um, the clown cards. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a step above a clown car. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I was doing a drive down the uh, the Delaware Canal one weekend, and I put my little Fiat Abarth against an MGB, and I I, I hadn't uh, seen anything smaller than my little hatchback since I owned the damn thing, and then I went up against this little MGB at a gas station somewhere in the sticks. That's like twice its size. <laughs> you know, uh, I have a question about MGs uh, because I don't know much about the car, but I know. Growing up, a lot Some of people, neighbors' dads, they're like, I have an MG. And I'm like, I don't, I've never heard of that car before. And I saw it, and it was this little tiny thing. Are they considered, do they hold up? Are they worth a lot of money? I mean, are they like, no, are they like no, Austin Healy's? Not really. No, the Austin Healy is probably worth more money. An MGB, okay. you know, not made for speed. It's more or less a toy. The things were like roller skates. Yeah. And, um,. <laughs> <laughs> Skateboard. It is. It's really, like a go kart. Yeah, yeah. Nothing that Fulfilling. you're gonna challenge ah. anybody with. And again, we go back to the Miata. By the time that uh, the Miata had been introduced in 1990, it really superseded all those. Now going yeah. back to Triumph. I'm Triumph sorry. still holds a lot of water in the motorcycle market because yes. um, they make decent bikes. At least for the European market, but uh, that I knew. there was a Triumph I wanted. It was like a British Racing Green Triumph motorcycle, yeah. and it was the commemorative right. Steve McQueen edition. But of course, all my oh, friends wow. in the army who drive like crotch rockets and guys <laughs> ninjas, yeah, yeah. The like ah, that's for pussies. Tokyo Drift pussies. But <laughs> yeah. well, I am a pussy. When you gotta respect the pussy. <laughs> yeah, oh, same here, of course. Um, but what about? What about the Spitfire? Who made that? Triumph. Oh, that was Triumph too. Spitfire. God. I don't know. I just think they're cool. I saw a guy going down Laurel yeah, Canyon in Los Angeles a little while back, next to me in traffic, and I said, "Is that a Triumph? Is that a '74? It was '73." I said, I, "I love those cars. You look like you're having so much fun." He I goes, "You need to get cars. one." I said, "I'm no, sitting in traffic next to you going to work. I don't. I, I I'm not going to be getting one in the foreseeable future. But you look like you're having." The best time in traffic. The guy at the top down. It was like a cool day. Beautiful cars. Um, yeah, they're fun. Triumph. I mean, a Triumph is, is yeah, not fun. a daily driver. No. Um, but if you got a little garage space and it doesn't take a whole lot because it's a tiny awesome. car, so you can move the tractor out of the way and make so, a yeah. Triumph. If you had like a ranch, Clark, and a lot of land. I do. And, you know, a little a little farm down yeah. the road. That you purchase your deli meats from. Got it. You could take that car. I got it. It's called Shark Ranch. Um, yeah. Grow pot, and it was just raided yeah. this morning. But no, you're right. Yeah, it's one of those things where the guys like, yeah. I put three kids through college, and if I uh, can have it. right. I'm taking the wife down to grab and a drink, a but not guys, too late. A lot of guys like your old man. They had one. Right. Um, yeah. And they all that was their single toy when they were single that was what they rolled around in that's what it was 
So midlife crisis car? And for us, what was early life the most coveted vehicle of our time? I would say it was probably um, – Cabrio. The Acura NSX. Everybody oh, wants. beautiful car. It was like nine yeah, grand when we were in high school. It's kind of overpriced. Yeah. Acura um, NSX. Japanese What year? And it's, and it's 96. Anything from like 90 to 96. 96. Everybody wanted one. There was, there were like 90 grand. I remember in high school, and I, I thought Which they is were ridiculous. cool. I mean, the thing is, like, you know, maybe 285 horses, but it looked like it was so fast. Yeah. Oh, was it only 285? It wasn't as fast as people think. Wow, I'm, I'm shocked. My, I had a 350Z for like a year, and it was um, 295, and I. I, I would bet money that the Acura was faster, but I'm looking it up now. And it, my it's, old uh, weed, my old weed dealer from Doylestown used to drive one of those. It was me. He still owed me ten grand. <laughs> he went to CB West. What? <laughs> yeah. um, I bet you know. But him. I think that the most impressive car of the is nineties, one that I've never seen. Well, maybe two. No, I think that this is going to be number one. I'm not going to have a competitor challenge or anything. There's nothing like. Uh, the Jaguar, Jaguar, oh, Jaguar. XJ220 was a prototype car. I've never seen one in my life. Anyway, beautiful. Has anyone uh, seen one? I, God, I no. don't know what any of these fucking cars look like. What I only it? know these from Mike. Jaguar. I wouldn't know either. It was a big video game car. Trillion. So you oh, probably yeah. haven't seen it. Jaguar what? XJ220. It was a prototype XJ220. of Jaguar in '92. And there, uh, yeah. it was it was supposed to, it looks like it's got a big twelve cylinder engine in it, but it it's actually like only had a six. Yeah, and it only had a little V six. But the thing put out like wow. five hundred forty two horsepower, which today is nothing really to sneeze at, but That's it? Oh, I thought it was like a McLaren kinda back in ninety two. It looks I mean, like that's what we would equate to, you know, a trillion dollars today. Right. That would be like a oh. thousand and change in, in horsepower units. I only know these it cars from you like too. I remember being in computer class at like 17. I was printing up pictures of like vantage Volante, Aston Martins, and Bentleys. Mm. I was like, oh, Biscardi talked about it. I, it's okay. Lamb- that was a valid excuse to yeah. waste like time and ink. Well, you could have got along with Showalter. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Showalter. Oh, he had a lot of cars too. And the, you know the average kid. You remember when you were crazy. the average kid who lived in the burbs, who lived in like North Jersey or Central Jersey or Eastern Long Island. They yeah. all had parents who bought them BMWs. Not me. Uh, the typical <laughs> Connecticut kids. But uh, you know, I didn't. I, I just I was happy with my little Alpha back then. That oh, was beautiful, beautiful car. Before that, you drove um, nothing. Yeah, your parents' no, Cabrio once in a while. Which I thought well, my father had a Volkswagen. But was so I, fun. Scary to talk about that. <laughs> I just got to say one thing. All right, I'll, let me let me equate it to the Alpha. When you're 17, 16, whatever, you're driving around a convertible. I don't care how sunburned you get. Which we did get. It's the most. Which we got almost poisoning. Yeah. Was oh. such a fun time for me. Biscard and I one time drove down the shore in his outfit. Down Atlantic City, uh, yeah. Sunburn, yeah, maybe. Yep. Maybe we were a, wearing wife beaters. It three was hours. 1998, maybe. Yeah. 1998. Three hours away from being hospitalized, maybe from the yeah. skin cancer. 
But there's something so excited yeah. about that. I was smoking cigarettes like in the car, like that was a thing. Fuck the world. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. And people were looking at us. I remember we were driving by on like, the Tropic or whatever the hell we were going, and, and right, and guys were looking at us. And uh, I remember the thing was <laughs> we were trying to keep it from overheating. Yeah, we had to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this: uh, When you had the convertible, did that lose its um, novelty after a while of being a convertible, or, or was it always no, fun? No, it never did. I was okay. Very right. happy. Uh, one of the things about that because I had fun with Romeo was it was um, manufactured with both a hard and a soft top convertible. Mine did not have the hard top, and I tried. So hard to find one, which I was never able to. And when you're a teenager, you're 17, 18 years old, your conception of money is not the same as it is when you no. get don't older. understand. So for me, yeah, I couldn't afford one but anyway. The hard tops would, would sell because it was a rare commodity for money that I didn't have. Right. But it came right. with a hard top, which made it kind of more of an all-season car. And even the soft top that I had on that thing was a vinyl top. It wasn't a canvas. So it was yeah, kind That's of right. mediocre at best. It didn't. It, it was cheaper quality, uh, right. but it never yeah. lost its style. You know, it was a, a great little looking convertible. But you know, it, yeah. Alfa Romeo didn't really leave this country on a very high note, and uh, it was starting to make a comeback in the early '90s. The '90s model Spiders were really pretty and uh, had had a real. Kind of futuristic look, you know. The the '90s models Alfa Romeos were starting to get ahead of their time, but their sales sucked so bad that they were. They uh, and their the reliability reports were just. Were they that bad? The reliability? Did they break down in the yeah? And aftermarket parts starting to come back, but it was too late. The damage was like people just didn't trust European automakers. I'm going to talk about that in my blog. Okay. Oh yeah, your blog. Uh, yep. Yeah. Where can we which, find that? Which, blog? We're going to talk about Edge. that about this blogger. Dot WordPress. Talk about that a little bit because I made a return to the European market and I drove a vehicle that also became extinct in the in the United States in the early nineties. A certain French automobile. Who's we're going to talk about that. Francaise. Renault. Wait a second, Biscotti, real you quick. You need to have What's the full block. name and year of your car that we were just you guys were just talking about getting sunburned? It was in 1985, Alfa Romeo Spider Quadrifoglio Verde. No shit. Was it 85? Quadrifoglio Verde. I've been telling people it was 87 for like 20 wow. years. That doesn't matter. No, it, was they the, don't know. it was in 87. That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you said 85. Did I? Yeah. I wrote, I typed down 85. Oh, I'm sorry, 87. I'm sorry, 87. I wasn't Alfa. wrong. I thought I said that. Alfa Romeo Spider. Oh, that was a sick car. Quadra? Quadrifolio Q-U-A-D-R-I-F-O-G-L-I-O. Means four-leaf clover. Quadrifolio. Wow, I didn't know that. Quadrifolio. Summer of Sam soundtrack. Oh, there she is. Hey, would you ever get another one of those, or have you moved on from your Alfa days? Uh, it like wouldn't be my first choice. I like the new okay. ones very much. The new Julia that's coming out. The um, Julia. Julia the the turf twin turbo. That's pretty cool. So that Julio Santana. Cool Tom Julio. But uh, to rush back oh, and, yeah. and go get a vehicle of, from that time, nah, I don't think so. 
No. It, uh, it was slow as hell. It, it, it was actually, it looked light because it was Dumping so tiny. It's actually a pretty dumps. heavy car. Had a very weak engine. Yeah. It did get decent mileage, and of course, in the late 90s, if you recall, if you, um, God, if you had gone into New Jersey for gas, it was like Choice. less than Choice. 80 cents a gallon back you then. Can't, you can't and you can't pop it yourself. Because you're incapable. Yeah. You're dumb, dumb. Yeah. That's a great... Uh, you really need to do more about that in the blog, man. That's fascinating. How much you know about cars? You know more about cars know. than... In one of the blogs where I drove the Alpha 4 C, I know. All right. It was an 87. I didn't know I said 85, so I got it wrong. No, it was an 87. It's okay. We're all drinking them. Drunk well, in the eyes. The portfolio did not come out. <clears throat> Silver. 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 All right. Uh, I want to talk about this. I want to mention... Uh, I, I haven't seen this, so... Uh, but Hamilton, the play. What Everybody's talking the about this. Mike, you... I, I had a guy tell me today... That tickets were up to four G's a ticket. That's unbelievable. Oh. Come on. The Super Bowl, you can get tickets yeah, less than that. Sinatra tickets cost less than that. Beatles right. reunion yeah. tickets that wouldn't bring that in. If the hand job I had last night. Well, that was 10 bucks, but <laughs> I mean, is it four grand though? I mean, for. Uh, yeah, again, I heard this. Also. I don't know how I, true I it is, but the show is bringing in a lot of attention, so it's bringing in a lot of dough. Yeah. Um, you know, we all love Broadway. I, I don't know how this particular one took yeah, off. I mean, Alexander Hamilton has yeah. a very limited existence yeah, on the, the $10 bill. And Which is so bizarre for me. That by Harriet Tubman. It, it's like saying uh, John Hancock's play is tearing up the theaters. It's like, you, you don't know that much about him. The hell is Hamilton on? He's on the $20. Hamilton's on the... Jackson's on the $10. $20. $20. I got that mixed up. Tubman's on the $10. Anyway, he's going to get bumped by Tubman, right? That's that's looming? Okay. Right. But either way... Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. And he wasn't very well liked. He was a snake. Yeah, I mean, Jefferson... Aaron Burr. Adams didn't like him. Got shot by Jefferson's vice president. Right. Yeah, I mean... But... and I love history, so I'm all about someone in history like Hamilton. I love American history, no making history. waves. But it, that's very bizarre to me that he became yeah. this became such a big thing. And, and most of the cast I read expires, the um, contracts expire in July, and they're going to be switching up casts and things like that. Uh, 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 oh, great! That'll and I would go see. I don't get around to Broadway much, which you know I Ooh. should. It's right around the corner, but I just I don't get to it as much as I used to. And I would like to see it, um, but I, I don't understand. There's no way in hell I'd pay that kind of money. I used to be able no. to see a matinee on Broadway if I was just walking around Midtown. Somebody, some promoter would be out there selling tickets for ten bucks a piece for no. that. There you go. Uh, I'm not going to pay even a hundred dollars to see it. No, no way. It could be phenomenal, which I'm sure it is. But I could, you know, it's only a matter of time where. Some com- some community theater is going to play it How because they're going to have the right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It like, sounds what great. The How hell is it going to change your life? It's going to really? be over in two hours. I mean, it's again, four. it's nothing they could do. Hamilton, the Wait treasure. a year. Wait what a year. Secret life that everybody's going crazy for. You'll see it. Wait a year. It, 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 the price will go down. You know, 
Clark, yeah. what have you start touring, usually make, when shows are done on Broadway, they make their way to the other cities. Usually Philadelphia is the next one. Yeah. And, and they oh, start going to all of the, you oh. know, Chicago. I remember when Wicked went on tour. I, I saw that big, Wicked was big in El Paso in like 2011. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wicked was on Broadway yeah. in 2005. The vagina, my locks. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I saw on Broadway. I've seen a few. I haven't seen as much as Mike, but I've seen the first one I ever saw was Phantom of the Opera in New York in 1990, and we sat in the balcony, and I had a Raiders jacket on and a Raiders hat, and everyone had yes. a tux on because I was with my dad, content. and they were going through a divorce, and he's like, "You can wear whatever you want," and I'm like, uh, "Okay." Yes. And then I like saw, right, I saw Phantom in London. On West End, and I oh. saw Mamma Mia, which I didn't think I'd like, but I liked it very much. Man, and I think that was it. I think I've only seen three Broadway plays. And, and I seen... wonder how much money that Hamilton is going to make when it becomes a movie now. Oh, it, absolutely. Cat, Hugh Jackman as oh, yeah. Hamilton. No. Oh, totally. Yeah. Hey, Ashley as his wife. Depends who does it. Right. Depends who scoops it up. Yeah. Um. How good could it be? How incredible is it that I want to pay that much money? It cleaned up with the Tonys. Got it. It's a good. It's a good musical. Right. It's talented. Uh, He's very talented. Leave it alone. I'm you know, not going to stand in line for it though, because it's not going to change my life that much. No. Well, no, I, I don't have that kind of disposable income, but. I don't think I'd spend it on Hamilton. And all these actors, I mean, I, shit, I'd be like, well, what, I'm making probably an equity contract of a minimum, even if I had a car's part of 1700 I don't know what the unions are fetching these days, but you're probably clearing a good 1700 a week, even if you have a lousy part. So the leads are probably getting a, a couple of Gs. Oh, zippy. I, I'd rather. I, I think I'd rather just say, forget my salary. Give me a cut of the proceeds, because they're, they're apparently fetching. In fact, let's look that up. What do we got? What, what is? Let me look it up, John. You look like Montgomery, by the way, smoking a cigarette in the silhouette. Isn't it cool? It looks like Montgomery. I did it on purpose. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Always on dance, monkey dance. Um, you know what, Hamilton? He was he he was never president, right? No. He was a right. treasurer, and he died because yeah. he lost a duel against Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. The two of them wanted to have a duel here in New York, but there were laws against it, so the only place they could go was New Jersey. So they went out to Weehawken, New Jersey. Of course. Supposedly, Hamilton threw the draw. You know, he purposely, this is how you save face, I guess, he purposely pointed away to uh, with his pistol so that as not to shoot Aaron Burr and Aaron Burr clipped him. And Aaron Burr killed him. Yes, he, did. he died of injuries sustained. I just forget that. Yeah. Eighteen oh four. I know. What a jack of weasel. What a fool. Like he was a clever guy, but that was not a clever move. No, not a cl- if you know you're not gonna draw to fast. He didn't know his history. Not a good boy. Not very good. Not very good. <laughs> Hamilton and the agony of reselling tickets is preventing the resale of tickets to Hamilton really in the best interest of the consumer, says the Chicago Tribune. 
Oh, here's a big scam. Hamilton fans burned by fake tickets. Oh, of course. Extra, extra. It's a, a big Hamilton. scam going. Hamilton. He was a sneaky guy, though. He was part of a whole bunch of presidencies. He was, like, in the background running yeah. shit and getting people he into He didn't death. get along with the presidents. I mean, Washington was left saying, Master Mr. Jefferson, Mr. Hamilton, Mr. they can Jefferson. agree on nothing. I'm left uh, neutral, but going out of my mind because of these two. Who said that? Washington did. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, you know your history. Mike, do you and the the, uh, the woman go out to the theater? The theater? theater. No, she's not much of a thespian. Really. No. An enjoyer of the arts. She's a working last, woman. She's the last female, I think, I tech. would... Or Sorry. Maybe, too. I think I saw a matinee of Phantom of the Opera a few years back. It was on last night, the film. Can you give me a synopsis? All right, so there's this phantom in an opera theater... Why is he yeah, a phantom? Because he was burned He's a freak. alive yeah, like Two-Face. And his face nice. is disfigured, but he linger, his ghost lingers in the theater and he oh. keeps music alive. Ah, all right, cool. I can take it. Falls in love with this woman, Cosette. You know what play I saw? I'm getting mixed up. Yeah. I think I've only seen one play. In my entire life, I saw it at LaSalle High School in 1996. Was it our town? It was of mice and men. And these kids that put on this play were excellent. They were so good. And I I, I was jealous. That good? I never did that. Well, you get that way when you watch theater sometimes. You're like, man, this guy, what what has this guy got that I don't have? Yeah, like I I could get up there and I can do it. Trust me. You can do it. You know, and it sounds good. They're getting all these applause, and at the end, they get a standing ovation. And that's why it's hard for a lot of actors to see theater because they just get jealous of the people on stage. You know, the real theater goers were like the old people who, uh, you know, they're not about that. They're not about, oh, I want to be an actor when I grow up. And when they see somebody on stage, they they get penis envy over it. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I've watched you in like three or four Venus and more than that plays. And to be in front of a live audience where you can't say, oh, I messed up, let me do it again. And no, I, retakes, no, bitch. no, that's too no. much pressure. That's too much. Yeah, but you're an improv genius. So if you mess up, you right. need to cover. That's what now, I that's a, but Yes, that's but I'm not. Thing. You can be fined for doing that legally. It doesn't always happen. But if you go off script and you start improv yeah. and it's happened before. Oh. Um, there was a time, in fact, in the hey, producers, salty. I think Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick went off book. Oh, interesting. I um, couldn't do it. You, I don't think the Shakespeare estate would sue you, but there are there are rules that if you go off book in a play, supposedly they can that um, whoever has the rights to the script can sue you. Yes, but I remember. Anybody that. find out about it? No, because it's not like it's. Um, it reaches a wide audience the way that a, a Marvel comic movie would. Nobody's tattled. That's got to be tough to be a playwright. I mean, to, to to write scripts and shows is tough enough, but to have a play get yeah. picked up and carried, I mean, you got to be homeless until you you can get a break. I mean, that's. Oh. Uh-huh. And it is really awesome what they do up there. 
Uh, I mean, it I told back in February, I did my one act I climb on a stage. Um, and, and that was a lot of fun. You know, you do a one act. I only had about a month to learn the lines, but it was only a yeah. one act. It's not like I had to really put forth extreme efforts to, to learn a three act play in a month. But uh, I, I got the, the part down, and it was simple. And I, I happened to be blessed with the Best Actor Award. I thought there were plenty of great people. I it was a major award. Yeah, and I don't think it should have been awards at all for it, but everybody really it's did good. an awesome job, of all the playwrights did especially. But, um, it, you know, it was still That's... humbling and exciting at the same time to, to say, hey, you know, maybe I still got it, but am I going to go anywhere further with it? It is fun. It's not one of those things I have the time to stand online at a at an open call for like three hours, and and that's like the routine for these no kids. No way. That's no. all they do. No and then that Count me out. Over, they get it, and they got to do another audition again. I mean, yeah, that to me the appeal to that is just yeah. Uh, no. It's There's not there. Other ways to do it. Other outlets, my friends. Which segues us into a little topic we like to call Feedback Facebook, starting now. All right. Feedback quote number one is... And that's our episode. That was Feedback Facebook. How are we doing in here? I just want to take a moment. We can keep going on with uh, the theater. I just want to take a moment to tweet us at the podcastle, at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what you think. If you would pay $4,000 to see Hamilton, or if you would rather... Let me ask you guys this. Would you, would you rather pay 4000 if you had it, to throw around like that? Four grand to see Hamilton, or receive four grand, mm. but you have to watch 300,000 hours of really shitty Japanese commercials. Ooh, ouch, ee, ooh, ah. I thought you meant, yeah, ready? For four grand, would you watch the Hamilton play once a day for a year? (laughs) Damn. Nope. That would be so good. Can I drink when I do it and, like, be on my phone? You do whatever you want. You just have to sit, like, two hours, sit down, blast through it once a day. Wow. For a year, even on Sunday. Oof, ouch. No. Ugh. Yeah, I'd have to say no. Yeah, for four, like ten grand, maybe. Ten? All right. Maybe. Ten. Ten's your limit. Or your, you know, ah. starting point. Your negotiating point. I put together a little uh, negotiation standpoint. Negotiate a bit interesting. I put together a little quiz music. Quick one. Quick 90s lyrics quiz. You guys game tonight or? Okay. Sure. It's quick. Right. Hopefully the first ones aren't so easy, and then the second half they are. are from songs I've never heard of. It's, it's exactly the opposite of what you do, what you want right now. <laughs> like Casablanca. No. The first one is called "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Now, all right, mm-hmm. these are uh, it's a quick quiz. There's only uh, twelve questions. Lyrics. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna sing them because that could give it away too easily. But we could do a hint. But here are uh, twelve. Lyrics from songs, popular songs of the 1990s. It's from the trend of 90s cars and whatnot. Greatest um, decade ever. I agree. Roaring 90s, Clinton. Um, you tell me what the song is, I will give you a hint. Michael, right. John, you ready? Ready. 
Finish the lyrics. Every whisper of every waking hour, I'm oh. losing my religion. Yeah, I am. That's me in the spot. Light. <laughs> That weird dance he's doing. The it's... weird dance, the guy poking at the guy stigmata. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Wayne's World, they make fun of it, the weirdest uh, yeah. video of all time. That was, what, 91? Then we got this guy, he's got wings, but he's stabbed. And... He's stabbed. It's a little weird, right? Losing my confession. That's me in the corner. That's okay. Number two. A religion, REM, coming at you. Someone came saying I'm insane to complain about a shotgun wedding and. Stain on my shirt. There it is. Stain on my shirt, which is from. Stain on my shirt. Don't believe everything that you read. I got a parking violation and a maggot on your sleeve. So shave your face with some mace in the dark. Wow. <laughs> Something, something, your You're food stamps and burning down that the was, trailer park. That was Loser by you Beck. Write, you can't relate. To That's a tough one, too, unless you hear the melody. It's tough. Almost like a termite who's choking on a splinter. So. Why don't you kill me? All right. All right. That was good. I'm impressed. It was quite the uh, database what? of lyrics. What else you got, Grace? Number three. Number three. Finish the lyrics. Like the coldest winter chill, heaven beside you. Hell with him. There it is. Scardy knows Al- A- Hell within. Yeah, Alice and James. Ooh. You were Johnny on the spot with that one. Didn't even have to think about it. I know. Hell with him. Alright. What song is these lyrics from or these lyrics from well maybe I'm just too sure maybe I'm just too frightened maybe I'm just too sure maybe I'm just too frightened maybe you'll frighten me I don't know would you like me to reveal it would you guys care for him Scotty do you know again well maybe I'm just too sure maybe I'm just too frightened Oh. Hold on, just oh, maybe I'm just too sure. <sighs> uh, it's on the tip of my dick. Alright, tongue. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, maybe I'm just Philadelphia too sure. Philadelphia Soul Trail. Maybe I'm just Harrison too Rappers, fat. 35 to 60. Yeah. Ooh. AFL, are you watching arena football? <laughs> nope, never will. 60 to 35, Philadelphia Soul against the Arizona Rattlers. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Off the sport. like 75 yards uh, length and like 20 I, width. I work so with a guy who's a former punter for Arena Football. Oh, yes. And I'm like, huh, now you work with me. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. Yeah, they don't make a lot. No. Right, what are those lyrics? Better than Ezra. Good. Uh, and it's good. Wah, wah, wah. Better than no one. Better than no one. Number five. I got my head checked. At the sea. This one's tough. Got my head checked. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> um, you know the song. I got my head checked. I got my head checked. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. 
Ding ding. Woohoo! Yeah. What Work. is the name of that song? Song Work. number two. Song so two. stupid. I know. It should be woohoo. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> song number two. I got to say. All right. What else you got? <laughs> okay. right. I thought this, this one's a little bizarre. Than the movie one. The movie one was tough. This one's easier. Yeah, for some reason. Well, next is 19th century ornithologists. So I hope you enjoy <laughs> studying. Beethoven's classics. Beethoven's classics. Finish classic. the keys. Finish the keys on the What table. song is. <laughs> which. Finish the keys. Which uh, song are these lyrics from? The line is Minnie Mouse has grown up a cow. Dave's on sale again. What? Minnie Mouse uh. has grown up a cow. Dave's on sale again. I don't know if I've ever heard those words spoken ever in my eardrums. I'll give you a hint. The song, the band, they have a lot of distorted vocals. So it would okay. sound something like, The sun has gone down, Minnie Mouse is on time, Dave's on time again. Oh, is that, is that like... That's a, that was a kind of a shitty hint. They were very... Alternative rock band, mid '90s, very very big for like two three years. Still, still a band I think, but really were like on the radio every day for two years. Uh, English band, good looking ladies here. English. 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 British. English. British. I I'm drawing a blank, and I know once you say who they are, I'm gonna say son of a. The band that also released the song Glycerin. Glycerin. Oh, so, Bush. Bush. That was from Everything Bush. Zen. Bush. Next uh, one moving on. Band named Bush. Bush. <laughs> I uh, had a band I'd know him, name him Bush. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. Sun has come down. Moon has come the up. Sun has come, the sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup, but he's driving and striving and hugging the turns. Oh. This one actually. Um, and feeling the burn. What is that song? Ma, ma, ma. He's going the distance. Right? Yeah, that's it. Cake. He's going for cocaine. Never liked it, but I knew it was a popular song, so I did. He's going. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, one hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight. Finish the lyrics. If I knew Picasso, I would buy myself a gray guitar and play. Um, if I knew Picasso, I would buy myself a gray mm-hmm. guitar and play. Play if I knew oh, Picasso, I buy myself a gray guitar. Uh, uh. It's so the Crows, right? What yes. Was the hint? Sorry. Counting Crows. Yes. Mr. Jones. Oh, yeah. Great guitar and Mr. Jones and me. <laughs> Shooting a video. Love the television. Kind of whiny, right? Counting Crows, a little whiny? Staring right back at me. Yes. Like, I liked it, but I didn't get overboard with them like some nah. people did. All right. Uh, here's two more. Right. Love can touch us one time and last for a lifetime. And I'll never let go. 
until we're gone. Uh, I'm not a fan of love songs. And they're just like, we got to pick a song, we got to pick a song. I'm like, I'll pick one the day of. Relax. You know what song you should so pick it, as a joke is, if you can't be with the one you love, uh, love honey. the one you're with. <laughs> the lyric is, Everyone love can touch us one time and last for a lifetime and never let go till we're gone. This quiz is a little hard. No. I don't think I would even get this unless, unless I did do that. I, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. I'm doing pretty good. Biggest movie of all time until Avatar. Oh, Titanic. Right? How do you not know that? Right. Does this, this quiz suck? This no. Is awful. Wait, say the words again. Love can touch us one time and last for a lifetime. <sighs> and never let go till we're gone. That's, I just, I don't know why, because of the way you said it, I didn't hear Celine Dion going. <laughs> because that would give it a, maybe yeah. I should have sang it next time, or played like a clip, like a three second clip. Uh, no, well, I think what you're doing is really good, because I've gotten a lot, I just have to like sing it out, and like say it over and over in my head. Dude, this OJ thing, oh All my right. gosh, I'm so last, jealous. <laughs> last one, I think can, this game is great. We can put it in the W column. Stop it with your doubt. Real life. Of your pants. <laughs> it's like rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you've already paid. It's the good advice that you just didn't take. And who the fuck? Ironic by Alanis Morissette, who made a new ironic with updated terms about two years ago and people still post it like she did it last night but uh, it's hilarious oh, one of those it's really funny oh I didn't hear it I gotta check it out like social media references and it's great you know who should do that's a good, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube She's still that shit too. you know who should do that is Billy Joel he should do We Didn't Start the Fire with updated <gasps> lyrics wow that just blew your fucking mind because when does he stop? Rock and roll and Color Wars. I can't take a name. Okay, so like early 80s is when he like got up to. So he has, some, asleep. He, he has some time. Keep going. Micro sleeping in the show. I think he's back. All right, we can put tonight in the W call. Mike, you were so quiet for a while. and I, I didn't have the no, video I'm on. It was out no. for like 20 cents. What? All right, that was '90s quiz music. Thank you very much. I yes. think next show I'm gonna whip together a more precise one, and this one is gonna be pop culture quizzes, like slap bracelets. What year were they big? Kind of thing. Oh, yeah, very early '90s. So, yes. Could be. This was a great show. This is a. Uh, we did a double header. Maybe tomorrow mm -hmm. we can do the trifecta. Still have no plans. I can't believe it. I haven't committed to anything. Oh, don't Honestly. commit. Excited. Don't commit. Just like I'm not doing the marriage. What's going on, motherfucker? No, I am. I am. I am. I'm my feet and I'm dragging my... I'm doing it. All right. W call? W. With uh, Michael Piscardi, John Hassinger, and Matthew Clark. Sorry. Let me set that up again. With General Manager John Hassinger... Vice President of Finances, Michael Piscardi, and Homeless Guy Asking for Change in the Parking Lot. I am Matthew Clark saying goodnight, everybody. See ya. Godspeed.
Bye. I'm only happy when it rains.